Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday, the 16th of December, one week to go till Christmas. As usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick off. Well, certainly last night was the Grinch Certainly looks as if it's stolen the Santa Claus rally uh, with the Dow Jones falling 764 points, which is not a good night by any stretch of the imagination. Down 2.25%, 33,202. Just to put it in some perspective as well, we saw the high of 193 points down and the low of 950 points down, nearly 1,000 points down for the US market. Certainly does look like the Grinch has stolen Christmas. NASDAQ down a massive 3.2% to 10,811. And the S&P 500 falling 100 points a round ton, 2.5% to 3,896. As you would expect with all this fear and loathing in the US market, the VIX volatility index picked up 7.2% with our ASX SPY futures closing, well, not even closed just yet, but just about to close, down 83 points, or 1.16%, 7,078. So a pretty shabby session to finish the week, it does seem, for our market. Uh, There were some certain fears after the RBA, or rather the Federal Reserve, rather, uh, their relentless interest rate hikes are tipping the US economy into recession. And of course, we did have rises last night from central banks in Europe, ECB and the Bank of England also pushing their uh, rates up half a percent. And although the market was hoping for a dovish tilt to some of the commentary, that didn't come. So we did see that big sell off. In terms of the outperforming sectors, uh, we did see energy, uh, REITs, utilities and consumer stocks slightly outperforming healthcare. Uh, and financials also doing relatively okay, but communication services, tech and materials getting well and truly whacked last night. We also saw a disappointing retail sales report from the US suggested that inflation is taking its toll on consumers. Retail sales fell 0.6% in November. And we did see as well Empire and Philly Fed manufacturing contracting more than expected in some of the first peaks at that December data. So certainly the recession fear is starting to take hold in the US. As far as some of their stocks go, uh, we did see the likes of Apple down 4.7%, Meta down 4.5%, Google down 4.4%, Microsoft down 3.2%, Amazon down 3.4%, Tesla managed a 0.5% rise, Netflix as the latest installment of Ginge and Winge's documentary comes out, fell 8.6%. U.S. banks also not faring very well at all. J.P. Morgan down 2.5. Citigroup down 2.9. Goodman, uh, sorry, Goldman down 2.9. Bank of America 1.6. Wells Fargo down 1.9. And Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was down 7.5%. 
ExxonMobil only down 1%. Energy stocks holding up a little better than some of their contemporary stocks. GE down 3.3% there. European markets also taking it hard on the back of the ECB and Bank of England price increases for rates. We saw the stock 600 down 2.9%. FTSE falling only around 0.9%. The FTSE does have a little bit more mining focus and a little bit more energy focus. Germany, though, falling 3.3%. France, 3.1%. Spain, Viva La España, down 1.7% there. In bonds, US 10 years, 3.45%, down around 4.9 basis points, and two years, 4.23. So we're still getting that inverted yield curve with short-term rates high and longer-term rates low, which is pointing to the risk of recession in the US. And certainly we did see that last night with those retail sales numbers as well. Bitcoin came off 1.9%. The Aussie dollar was down below 67, 66.99. And the US dollar index in times of trouble, of course, people fly towards safety. And the US dollar is the safest thing around, I guess. That was up 0.7% on the USD index last night. So that was one of the reasons we saw commodities under a bit of pressure. Brent crude down 1.8% last night, $1.50, 81.34. So that little rally we've had the last two or three days has been snuffed out. WTI down 1.6%, $1.25, 75.79. The gold price, as you would expect, given the strength of the US dollar, uh, was off last night, $31.30, 1.7% down to 17.77.05. And other commodities also hit. We had copper down 2.6%, nickel down only half a percent, aluminium down 2.5, zinc down 2.7, lead down 1.2, and tin down 3.6%. Iron ore, though, had a good day. It was up 3% yesterday in Asian trade. So uh, a good night for iron ore. So that is going to help our BHPs and Rios and Fortescues, although, as they say, even the pretty girls get killed in the bus crash. BHP in ADR terms was down 1.2%, Rio down 0.4%. Other miners overseas, Freeport McMoran fell 3.3%, Alcoa 4.9%, Tech was down 0.4, Anglo down 0.6, Glencore down 1.6, Vale pretty much unchanged, Arbomile slipping again, 2.8% down, so not good, ResMed as well overseas down 2.6%, and CBA, which does trade overseas, as do a bunch of other Australian stocks, was down 3.1% as well, so banking sector showing no sign of being a safe place to hide. In news last night, Morgan Stanley apparently is not buying the latest messaging from the U.S. Federal Reserve on how much further interest rates will rise, uh, where the peak lies, and in particular the Fed's bleak forecast for inflation. Their chief economist said she expects Fed policymakers will vote to lift interest rates by a quarter percent in February and then stop. The next policy meeting is scheduled for February uh, for January the 31st and February the 1st, so that two-day meeting at the end of January. And one of the uh, associates at Bridgewater, Greg Jensen, said a successful Chinese reopening after three years of the sporadic pandemic lockdowns could pose a risk to economic growth in the US 
and Europe by increasing inflationary pressures that are driving central banks to raise interest rates. We did see Adobe numbers out after hours, and it was a tech stock that looks to be doing okay. Optimistic outlook, and it was a beat on earnings. Stock up 5% on those numbers. Yesterday in Asia, China reported weaker than expected November activity data uh, with lingering COVID restrictions blamed. However, the PBOC did ramp up its liquidity injections. Meanwhile, not an awful lot of news coming out of our market this morning early. There does seem to be multiple parties running the numbers on Gascoigne resources. Some of the players mentioned are Bellevue Gold, Remelius and Westgold. In other news today, Viva Leisure has been upgraded to a buy from a neutral at City. And Macquarie CEO Shamara has been named as the AFR Business Person of the Year. So well done to her. And also we are seeing just a, a little bit of news out from uh, Mineral Resources. It's launched an off-market takeover of Norwest Energy for one mineral resource share for every 13 67 NWE shares, which gives an implied valuation of six cents. Also in news out this morning, Red 5 has begun commercial production at King of the Hill Mine Guides H2 Gold Production, 90 to 105,000 ounces at an all-in sustaining cost of 1750 to 1950 Aussie dollars an ounce. Steadfast Group has appointed Nigel Fitzgerald as COO effective at the second quarter of 2023. And in other news, Fletcher Building uh, has added 150 million New Zealand dollars to its project to complete the New Zealand International Convention Centre and a hotel on Hobson Street. It has confirmed guidance. Uh, it has cited higher complexity and higher labour cost. Completion is still expected by early 2025 for those people interested in Fletcher Building. Today's question of the day. This really goes to uh, Marcus's post-it notes. He has an article up on Livewire today with the post-it notes he should have put up on his computer at the beginning of the year and taken notice of. Uh, amongst some of those were the, uh, the mortgage rate is going to triple. Central banks are way behind the curb. Crypto is crypto. Facebook, Amazon and Tesla will all halve. Uh, coal and uh, sell pandemic beneficiaries like uh, Redbubble, Kogan, Domino's, and sell anything to do with Magellan. So what post-it note would you put up on your computer this year? I have a few ideas, but what would be the one that you would put up on your computer as your reminder to do something this year and not to get involved maybe in one sector, one stock or one theme? What would be your post-it note? Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. It's not going to be a great day, but let's uh, hope it's not too bad. But uh, certainly with the spy down 80 odd points, it's not going to be great. And as a result, uh, I think... You should follow the airline policy of brace, brace, brace. But may the trading gods be with you.